Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Take a listen to this very important episode. Very fresh, very real, and very necessary. I use the scriptures, Hebrews 3, 12 through 14, to warn, to admonish, to exhort, and to encourage each and every one of you. Do not let sin bring a hardened heart to you that would cause you to fall away from God. Be certain that you're not being outwitted in the midst of your pain. Do not be outwitted and think that when sin comes to harden you, that that's you. Take a listen, and I pray that the cutting power of the cross will be able to crack open any hardness that has come. We must be those who remain tender and strong, and only the Lord can cause that to happen. I also take just a few seconds, and I do become a little bit emotional, but I wanted to honor the one who led me to the Lord, Dave Bunce, as he passed away over the last few days to honor him. So take a listen. I believe this will be a very, very strong and producing episode. I love you all. Let's see if I can continue out of what I shared previously, um, talking about how we need to slow down right now and let the Lord love us very, very, very deeply. The love of God is going to mature us according to Ephesians 4.15. And it's also going to be what keeps us tender in the uh, strongest way possible. You know how it is with the Lord and in the kingdom. Many things seem so paradoxical. How can it be that we remain uh, tender and that will cause us to be stronger uh, than anything? Well, One of the verses that God has worked into my life and is still doing in a very fresh way is Isaiah 41, 10, because he says, fear not, I will strengthen and harden you to difficulties. Um, And it says many other great things. And then it goes down about five verses and tells us how he's going to do that. He says, because I'm going to make you a new sharp threshing instrument and you will bring down the mountains. Um, It's a very, very powerful, powerful scripture. And so I've been thinking about this. As I shared a little bit yesterday on don't allow the places where you're at and the things you're living through right now to harden you, to take you back into uh, you becoming the guard of your life. But let the love of God tenderize you because there is no way possible that God is going to tenderize you and guard you, which is what teaches you to then guard your heart. And it's going to cause you to be cold uh, and tough, right? But sin, the delusive, deceitful power of sin, not only does it want to separate you from the Father, which trust me, that's always hell's goal. Anything it can do to separate you out but it also wants to get you 
in the midst of real true pain, disappointment, things that you may be living through, it wants to get you to harden yourself again so that you're very hard within your human relationships. So sin is always going to come to create strife, confusion, and hardness. That's what sin, oh, it's such an expert at that. So today I woke up. Now this again is another scripture that has been very powerful in my life, but I have awakened today. I think I was thinking about it in my sleep, and I woke up and thought about Hebrews 3.13. And I want to read it to you. Actually, it's Hebrews 3 verses 12 through 15, I think, or maybe 12 through 14. And I just want to encourage you today with this. Some of you, I don't want to just encourage you. I want to save your life. I want to be a part of the rescue out of sin, this indwelling presence of sin that still wants to master you. So I'm reading, and to be honest, I don't know if I'm reading out of the King James or what, because I'm open to blueletterbible.com, and I've just been meditating on this since early morning. And now I've come back a few hours later, and I'm looking at it again. Uh, So Hebrews 3, verses 12 through 15. And I want you to heed this as a warning, and I'm praying that the power of the cross is in it, the inherent power of the word itself, and then uh, the, the power of the cross working in it to reach through this and literally crack the hardness like a battering ram that it'll be used. But here's how it reads. Take care, brethren, that there not be in any one of you an evil, unbelieving heart that falls away from the living God. Now that's the opening scripture. Now I want you to catch this. It's all going to be about falling away, departing from, revolting against the living God. That's what sin is about, right? And as best I could tell, as I read commentaries and looked at the Strong's Concordance, this evil, unbelieving heart is a pained heart. This word evil here, yeah, one of its meanings is that there's, there's great pain. And oh, how evil loves to operate through our pain. An unbelieving heart, meaning out of the, the soul. Um, so I don't want to get too deep in in that sense, but I want you to understand this is not talking about that you have an evil, wicked heart. You are born again. I'm speaking to those who are born again. You have a new spirit and a new heart within you, but the enemy would like to come back since he can't get in your spirit. Oh, through pain, how he would love to be able to get back into your soul and to cause you to fall away. Uh, from this uh, living God, the living God. It goes on Hebrews 3.13. But encourage one another every day, 
as long as it is still called today, so that none of you will be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Verse 14, for we have become partakers of Christ if we keep the beginning of our commitment firm until the end. Verse 15, while it is said today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as when they provoked me. Talking about those that are coming out of Egypt, right? But I want to stay in this hardening aspect that when sin comes through our pain, it begins to deal with our belief and our trust and our abiding way of life in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Always remember that's what it's after. And when this unbelief begins to stir, it's an angry uh, resistance and refusal to go with God and to believe God. It causes a falling away. And when we are to warn each other, it says, we have a responsibility to each other. I'm, I'm not responsible for you. You are responsible for you, but I am responsible to you. You know, that, that exhort and warn so that no one falls away from him. This is what the enemy is after. This is what he's got his bony finger of death up in there trying to do. Right? But now you're gripped in the spirit, in oneness with the Father. And the Father is working, and as he always does, he's going to use the very things that the enemy means to destroy you. And the Father is going to use it to deliver you deeper into himself. This hardening, listen to me, my friends. This hardening is not something you want to play with. There's a, there's a hardness that sin wants to bring in because sin comes to deceive. It's a deceitfulness. And the deceitfulness of sin wants to bring you into a hardened state of rebellion, I believe is how it reads in the Amplified Classic. It wants to make you dry and hard and obstinate and fiercely stubborn. Oh, it's a resistance, my friends, that sin brings. And you as a born-again believer, one who was hot for God and in pursuit of him and finds yourself like in an arrested state of hardness, rebellion, um, stubborn, dry, and you think all that's you. Uh, but it is the enemy working through his power. See, now your father, your father is going to release his power to bring you into that tender place with him. And he will harden you to hell. And hell will not be able to penetrate you again. I want to see this season of your lives redeemed. And if you're one of these that might understand what I'm talking about here, what the scripture is giving reference to. It says, let us warn one another, admonish one another, exhort one another. I'm saying warning, warning, warning. Don't think that you can play with this power called sin. The power of the devil is sin. It's a power. 
Well, your father has a superseding power. His name is Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit is going to work deep within you. And I'm praying that with every word I'm speaking today and every prayer that I'm releasing before him on your behalf is going to cause you to awaken as he cracks you with the power of the cross. And you wake up and realize, what have I been doing? What has been happening? How did I get caught in such a thing? How did I go from being one who was following him and stepping into assignments and whatever. But the most important thing is you and him. And how did I now end up just within hours, days, and weeks have ended up in such a hardened, stubborn, obstinate place? Well, my friends, that's what the power of sin does. That's what the word says. It says, don't be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Don't leave the fires of your first love. He says, if you can hear my voice today, do not harden your hearts. You see the point of this. So you might be in real pain. There might be real things, and I would suggest to you there probably are, real things coming to the surface in the shaking and the sifting, right? Um, But the whole point is so that you would fall away from the living God, verse 12. Hmm? He says, "Don't, don't leave me. Don't walk off from me. I can remember in my book, from trauma to trust, I can remember the day that I was literally a hair's breadth away from walking away from him. So some of you need to understand, I do know where you are. That's why I'm warning you today. And what he said to me was, Nancy, you can leave me, but you will not leave me deceived. See, this, the sin that I had walked into and was embracing and taking hold of and living in, I didn't understand Its goal was to separate me again from the Father. Oh, I thought it was about all my big freedom and how I wanted to be able to do what I wanted to do. And I was in a season of what about me? I want to run me. (laughs) Not realizing I was being set up the entire time like a frog in the, you know, boiling water that just boils inch by inch by inch by inch. And then eventually couldn't couldn't jump out but my friends the father is saying to you oh jump jump back into me with one split second of a decision you can can literally fall into him but when he said to me you can leave me you're free you can leave me but you will not leave me deceived and hardened And he turned the lights on very, very bright, inwardly. Oh, the light that began to expose what was happening so that I could have those moments of uh, truth and light uh, and tenderness that he brings, that I could make a decision to go with him because it was my decision and it is your decision. But do not be outwitted, my friends. Do not be outwitted to think that all of that hardness and stubbornness and fierceness and dryness is of you. Because what he showed me in the moment, in that moment, 
in February of 1996, was he showed me the truth. He showed me my true place with him. He showed me that I was filled and flooded with him, with his love. He plunged me deep into the waters of his love. Maybe if you have my book, maybe you ought to open up and read chapters 9 through 12. Don't listen to the voice of sin and think it's you. Oh, it might be finding something corresponding within your flesh that's been unjudged, unresolved, uncrucified. But my friends, the, the Father would use every single bit of this to bring you to the place, oh, it will be. Oh, it will be. So do not, do not be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin to the point that you can't make it back. Hmm? It says, take care, brothers and sisters, the brethren. Take care that there will not be in any one of you an evil, unbelieving heart that falls away from the living God. Don't begin to believe the accusations that the enemy brings. What a snake he is. He accuses the Father to you. He accuses you to the Father. And the Father says, I think I'm going to come in with my vengeance upon the enemy. I think I'm going to come for one of my sons, for the brethren. But he also tells us, the brethren who have been delivered, that we too must encourage one another every day as long as it is still called today so that none of you will be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. This unbelief, my friends, it's not of you. You're born of Christ, it says. If you have wandered from the path of righteousness and honor, all you need do is Make a very quiet, simple decision and just step back and you watch him take care of you. And he will reveal things to you you could never know. And I want you today to be returned to him. So I pray that that encourages you today. I also today want to give honor to one of those great saints who had such a magnificent part in bringing me back to the Father 36 years ago. My spiritual dad, the one who led me to Jesus and discipled me in those early years, Dave Bunce, passed away in the last couple of days. And I just want to say, thank you. Thank you to the Lord. And thank you, Dave. You made all the difference in my life. And when I needed exhorting, T. 
teaching. Love. You, <laughs> the boldest, irritating Christian, and yet the most tender. I just thank God. He knows exactly the people that we need in our lives at the right time, and he brings them. It's a sign of his love and his presence. So, just a few seconds there to honor Dave in life and in death and how proud I am to know you. All right, my friends, let's live unto the Lord and let's live interdependently upon each other. And while it's still today, while it's still today, let none of you harden yourselves by the operation of the deceitfulness of sin to where you would fall away from the Father. I love you all. I love the Lord. And I thank God for his people and his church. Here we go. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.